0: Hello, this is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot, but you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. Creepy Campfire.
1: I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder.
0: Ha! Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. Freak out! That's not reassuring. out. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Ow, yo Welcome back to Creepy Campfire. Your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Oh! Hey, Jordan, what are you doing today, lad? Oh, just stopped by the pub for a pint.
1: I can't hold this up. We're two Americans in no. a pub, but, you know, we don't we'll offend as least people as we can. Uh, hey, Jordan, cheers.
0: Oh, yeah, cheers. With our pints of uh, whiskey, <laughs> peach whiskey. <laughs> it's a man's drink.
1: Hey, it's all right. It'll still get you drunk enough to throw some darts cross, cross-eyed. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: speaking of darts.
0: Watch out, Squatch. He just got hit with one in the back. Oh, my God. I think I he's got that extra
1: fibrous. Yeah, he got, like, three layers of fur there. Yeah. C- c- come on over here, Squatch. Come on. I got you. I got you. I, I know. I know. It hurts. But, hey, we got to get that dart out of there. We don't want any infections. <laughs> come, can you know what? Come over here. Pull up three bar stools and, and sit with me and Jordan. Man, back at it, and so happy about it.
0: It's it's really good to be back.
1: You know, I mean, I know you guys. I think you there's been one week we've missed, but for the most part, you've been hearing us for a month. But we've not been in the studio for a month.
0: I was, we, was gonna say, do we really? Do we really make enough to we we film made all that time
1: four episodes worth? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I mean, they weren't our feature length that we normally do, but they're have, solid thirty minutes.
0: What's cool is I. Uh, like, people that have actually been telling about the show in my life <laughs> uh, have been like, so, do where are the new episodes? What's going on? Really? Yeah. Really? How recently? Uh, the last couple of weeks. Like, I mean, ever since I got back from the... Back from... Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, like, what's what's up, dude?
1: Well, to you listeners, I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. But we're back at it again. Drones back in town. We missed last week because... Crap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we're we're going to be on it as best we can going into the holidays it's going to be be a little tricky but we're going to try to stay on top of things and really really get this ironed out for you guys cuz people enjoy listening and we can't appreciate that enough and by the way last month our best month yet
0: That's just crazy to me you said how many how many new
1: a little over 2400
0: oh my goodness
1: so yeah yeah climbing that's, that's in the thousands right S- slowly but <laughs> slowly but surely we're getting up there that's crazy so I love it I'm looking for Well if you can't tell by now We'll make it abundantly clear We're in jolly old England this week and We're going to come in Come in hot and heavy on this one We're going to be Be doing a poltergeist Ooh, okay We're going to specifically Be doing the Pontefract poltergeist Also Pon- known Pontefract? Pontifract. Also known as the black monk Of
0: Pontefract
1: For the apparition that was
0: seen so, always oh, Pontefract an area?
1: Pontefract is the town that it is in, yes. Oh. Um, so everything, it begins at home on 30 East Drive of Pontefract, England. So that's where the scene is. So so get you get your nice picture together of, of whatever stereotypical England you can think of, and uh, that's where we're going to be. But this is one of the more famous cases. And I know we've been holding back on those uh, for the most part for our first, like, little over a year because i wanted to kind of iron everything out see how everything's going like kind of getting our groove before we get the big stories because you don't want to do like one of the main stories people may have already heard of or listened to on another podcast and then just totally blow it
0: yeah it's already been way better like it's been done way better before yeah, yeah.
1: so i think i think we're i think we're, we're hitting our stride a little bit better and we we can start tackling these bigger stories
0: So are you saying that this is supposed to be one of the more popular poltergeist stories, like, ever? Oh, yeah. I mean, America doesn't
1: know it as well, Mm -hmm. but, like, in the U.K., it's, like, the, one of the stories. Like, everybody knows of this place. Okay. That's why I've been kind of holding off on it a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, and uh, specifically keeping it um, hush-hush. A little bit hush-hush. So
1: I got a few sources for this one. I'll go ahead and lay those out first. Um, Ghoststory.co.uk, unexplainedmysteries.com, and also the home that everything happened at they actually have a website for for it the current owners have a website for it uh which is 30 eastdrive.com
0: what yeah yeah which Wait, includes a specifically for it?
1: yeah go check that out i better it's, be the best one it's pretty cool it's got a little brief summary of everything that went down there and also uh for for any visitors that come through if you take pictures of anything and you think there might be something in it uh, you can submit them and there's pictures uploaded that people that have visited it uh, um have put up online
0: Oh, so it literally is like it's not even uh, livable anymore. Technically, like it's just—it's
1: livable, but um, it's I mean, my, I wouldn't
0: want to live with it. I'm assuming I wouldn't <laughs> want to live with this thing, anyways. But
1: no, but I think uh, I think the current owners um, just kind of made it a little bit of a more of a tourist attraction. Okay, I don't want to say tourist attraction because I feel like it downplays it, and I don't want to disrespect the owners. But yeah, it's just just more of a—but it's
0: not for sale. But they're not living there. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll show you around
1: right, yeah right, that kind of that kind of whole song and dance, gotcha, so
0: so this this all
1: begins with an excited family that just moved into their new home, so we've got Jean and Joe Pritchard, that's the parents of the the family uh we have their son Philip, who's fifteen at the time, their daughter Diane, who's twelve um their the grandmother is also in the story um I'm not sure if she lived there. Or she had just been visiting at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a little unclear. But she's around. Um, and then we have a few other family members who live close by that will pop in through the story. But So in August of 1966, the fam- some of the family went on, on vacation or holiday if you're in the U.K. Um, so the parents and Diane, they all went on vacation. But Philip was just chilling at home with his grandmother, Sarah Scholes. So it was just Philip and his grandmother Scholes. We're going to call her Granny. Because my grandmother, I call Granny.
0: So we're going to call her Granny. <laughs> Does that mean the name isn't provided? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's Sarah Scholes.
0: Oh, okay. You're just going to... Okay. Yeah, For, yeah, we're
1: we're going to call her Granny. Everybody likes Grandmothers, unless okay. you're just that really hateful one, and she doesn't seem like that. So we're going to jump in right into the happenings. We're not going to have no build up. We're getting right to the nitty gritty this week. All right. So a white powder began to fall in the living room about shoulder height. So after Philip returned home, he also started to see this powder that was kind of materializing midair and falling to the ground. And DJ is very bothered by it. Oh. The home, they had recently been remodeled. They, they'd put up wallpaper, which means there's plaster and things like that up on the wall. And people proposed that that was the powder. It was like the, the plaster had dried and there was some of that falling. But it wasn't falling directly from the ceiling, you see. It was, like I said, about shoulder, head height, maybe five or six feet tall.
0: Like across the length of the room?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure as far as like how long, like 20 feet or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it was materializing in the air and just kind of drifting to the ground. So the grandmother thought that this was weird enough that she had to go call um, her daughter Marie Kelly just to make sure like we can get some other eyes on this to make sure we're not losing our mind. Yeah. Um, and she had lived close by in the neighborhood, so she went and grabbed Marie to bring her over and see if she maybe she could figure out what the heck was going on. Marie came over, thought there was not no big deal. Uh, figured she was find the origin of it
0: and that'd be it. Is her daughter an expert on white powder?
1: Oh.
0: I'm just wondering how she thought that I mean her waiter husband or son did couldn't tell what it was, but she thought that her daughter grandson. Grand okay, so yeah. grandson?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the grandmother was just watching Philip. Okay, okay.
0: How to so, get the go get the resident expert. Right, right. <laughs> okay.
1: So Marie comes over she walks into the house to check it out so as she goes into the kitchen she slips there's a puddle in the kitchen that caused her to slip and then they look around and there's puddles forming all over the kitchen and they've got like a linoleum floor so naturally they're thinking oh like something's leaking somewhere so they get a rag they start cleaning it up start soaking up all the water and it appears like they've got it all up and then they go to take and put the rags away but as soon as they go to put them away turn around water's right back again so They go around. um, They're trying to figure out what's going on. They got linoleum in the kitchen, so they go and they pull up the linoleum to look underneath and see where this leak's coming from, but all the wood underneath is bone dry. No water, like, stains, nothing. So it's just what's on top of the linoleum. Creepy. So, at this point, water starts spreading all over the house and popping up in different places. Uh, One of the neighbors came over, and she wanted to see what everything, all the, all this fuss was about. And she was like, well, I'll fix this. So before she, she does anything else, she goes over and she shuts off the water to the house. But the, the puddles keep coming back no matter how many times they soak it up. So then Marie calls the water board, which I'm assuming is like the plumbing service in uh, in England. Uh-huh. And a uh, gentleman comes over. Marie notes how young the guy seemed to be, but also like how knowledgeable he was and and he goes and looks through the whole house, checks all the pipes, checks all the drains, and nothing. He can't find any source of where this is coming from. Everything's locked up tight. And he even mentioned, like, you know, we, we've we've had some remarkably dry weather lately. Like, there's it's not even like we've had rain recently that would cause some poor drainage issues for, for this to happen. Did you say remarkably? I might have. I like my name. I don't it was know. good. I
0: like it. <laughs> Sorry, just... No, 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 you're fine. I had to point it
1: out. So they keep cleaning the stuff, and eventually it just stops. And all's quiet for a little while. Okay. And then same day, by 7 o'clock that night, things kick off again.
0: Wait, so that was all on the same day that they had the guy out? All in the same day. Well,
1: I mean, if your house is flooding. Oh, my goodness. But you want somebody to come fix that right now. Have you ever, like, had your house flood? No. It is... It's a...
0: It's I'm sure. i
1: um in kentucky we get crazy rain and um surprise california doesn't get much rain but we would get crazy rain and um if you have i don't know if all basements have this but like our basement has a sub pump so if there's any like drainage problems or anything the sub pump will pump all that water out out of the basement and keep your basement from flooding and um, our, our sub pump went out and my my room was in the basement so like it was just it was literally a foot of water throughout the whole basement. And we're just I'm shop vacuuming up what I can, dumping it. It's it it's a mess. Like you when your house floods, okay. like it's just as bad of damage as if you had a house fire. Yeah. Only you still have the stuff. It's just all ruined. So.
0: It's all soggy.
1: Yeah. No soggy bottoms. No soggy bottoms. No no no.
0: That sucks, man. Yeah. I'm glad you're here.
1: Back to the Pritchards. Pritchards. So 7 o'clock that night, Grandma was watching TV in the living room trying to chill out after all this crazy stuff that went down. And then that little <laughs> Philip yells, Grandma, it's happening again. She came to see what water puddles were forming now, only to discover sugar and tea strewn all over the kitchen countertops. Then looking at the tea dispenser and seeing that the buttons on top were being pushed over and over again. No hand there. There's, the button was going up and down on its own. True to slow granny form, once all the tea had been spit out of the dispenser, she screams stop it at whatever is causing the mess. At that moment, Sarah and grandson Philip heard a crash in the hallway. They turn and slowly open the kitchen door to the hallway, thinking someone had just broken into their home, only to see a dark hallway. At that moment, the light switches on of their own accord, and thoroughly spooked, grandmother and grandson make their way down the hall to the stairs to find what might be the source of the noise. A potted plant that had resided pleasantly at the bottom of the stairs now was halfway up the staircase, potless, with the pot at the very top of the staircase. They were trying to figure out what that noise could have been if the pot wasn't even broken and they're not seeing any other signs. And then they hear a sound come from the kitchen again. So they're just doing this back and forth, back and forth to the kitchen, and it almost feels like a ghost comedy routine at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. So they make their way back to the kitchen to find the cupboards shaking violently. Philip, sick of this by this point, he just flung open the cabinet doors and there was nothing in there and the shaking stopped. So without missing his step in this paranormal runaround, another noise began to happen. Sarah went back to Marie to show her and then Marie arrived and the cabinets began shaking again. Trying to keep some logic to this nonsense, Marie went to the neighbors to see what they were doing on the other side of the wall because, you know, England, a lot of these homes are stacked right on each other. And mm-hmm. I think like here we'd consider more condos where you have these homes, but everybody has kind of shared walls. Yeah. So she goes over to see what they're doing. Um, and this family, the mountains, uh, said, we thought you were the ones causing all of that crazy noise. Like, we're not doing anything. We thought you guys were just losing your mind over there. So then, Marie, Sarah, and Philip sat around talking for a moment, trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And then 9:30 rolls around, and they figure by this point everything's calmed down, cabinet's quit shaking, and there's no more puddles right now, so let's try to call it a night. So Marie heads home, Philip goes up to his bedroom to lay down, and then his grandmother goes up, switches all the lights off in the house, and goes up to check on him. She heads in his room to tell him good night, and then she sees the dresser. Or I think they call it a Chester Drawers in England uh-huh. uh, just start swaying back and forth like a big dresser full of clothes just swaying back and forth and this was the, the last straw they were like nope done Like, not, not playing this mess no more and then they went over to Marie's and, and kicked it for the night I don't know but I can't believe it took that long for them to be like nope done we're sleeping at Marie's tonight like after everything that happened that
0: day they are like, eh, we'll wait it out. I don't know. And they must have, like, sank everything into that house. If they're, like, willing to stick around and be like, uh, we're going to have to deal with it anyways. Well, we've only been in our house for three months now. Mm-hmm. And uh we, we
1: picking up and moving.
0: Wow, it's been three months already?
1: I know. It goes quick. Wow. Wouldn't be a very easy option. We might be able to do it, especially if there's some demonic crap going on. But, uh. Not that easy to do, so I understand mm-hmm. it, especially if you just move in. I mean, you just blew all your savings on the house, but it it's took a rock in a hard place. But I mean, even if you weren't planning on moving immediately, and you're going to like I don't know, try to have somebody like bless the house or something. Like, well, it took you that long to figure out. Hey, we probably shouldn't be here.
0: No, we need some paranormal investigation.
1: We've got a tea dispenser puking tea all over the counter. We have puddles just everywhere. And got Philip being a little sh**. Philip being a little telling his grandma what's going on we've got this whatever's going I like that
0: that constitutes him being a little
1: <laughs> well cause you can just hear his like little whine this
0: is the current situation <laughs> shut up
1: you got this thing making him run back and forth from the kitchen to the stairs the living room kitchen stairs the living room like I just it makes me think of something like the three stooges
0: yeah like we're had- lucky that the thing didn't decide to like make a puddle in the middle of the hallway while they're running trip them up I'm <laughs> gonna break a hip
1: but there's all this stuff and and a lot of this stuff except for like the cabinet shaking and the tea dispenser is happening outside of their view and then they're going and seeing it later and like a lot of these things have possibly plausible explanations but as far as everything happening at one time and trying to explain everything at one time you can't do that there's too many things
0: what too many too many of philip's friends going around and (laughs) playing pranks and like the somehow, potted plant like,
1: like somebody could have done the potted plant thing but then at the same time what would that noise have been if nothing was broken it was just moved
0: and how do you make a a floor flood yeah, from yeah beneath
1: and you had a plumber go through the whole house and check everything and everything's fine yeah and then you're sitting there watching not just like because i mean i'm looking at my egg right now and it's one thing if that just started spitting water all over the place. I think it was just broken. Mm-hmm. But if I'm literally watching the button push itself, which has no mechanism to pull it down, you have to physically do that yourself. Yeah, I'd be freaking out. That's got to be something something else. Yeah. So all go of this happened in one day, and mm-hmm. it was just Grandma, Marie, and Philip around. And Marie wasn't even around for all of it. After that, after that night, mm-hmm. when they go chill at Marie's and come back, everything chills out. They don't have anything go on. Okay. For two years. Two years. And then two years later, it starts again.
0: Seriously? Two whole years? No, not even like not a something nothing. that they could have maybe thought that was done. Not a nothing. Paranormally? All chill. Weird. But
1: at the time that it started, around about that time, mm-hmm. uh, they started to do some remodeling on Diane's room, the daughter. It's always the kids, man. <laughs> well, and it's it's kind of a common thing with with ghosts, poltergeists, all that kind of stuff. That things get pissy when uh, when you start making changes to the house.
0: I've heard that, yeah.
1: So they, I say, people theorize that uh, that's why that because they're starting to make some changes, it pissed it off and made it kick back up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, or it could have just been bored with Philip. So. Because it didn't do much to Philip after this, but it did focus a lot on Diane after this. Um, It did mess with other people in the family, but also Diane.
0: Where was Diane during the whole... uh...
1: She was out with uh, the parents on vacation. On holiday. Gotcha. Whatever did cause these things, um, stuff started happening so frequently at this home that the Pritchards, Pritchards called this entity, quote unquote, Fred. Like it happened so often they gave the thing a name. Which I mean, it's pretty common. We've talked about it on here a ton of times. We we know people that have had ghosts in their house, and they call it things. And mm-hmm. I, I won't. The name I'm not going to be using the rest of the show, though, because for me it feels wrong. Because um, I think it gives you a false sense of security. Um, and I just want to be clear that like this thing was bad. It gives the listeners a false sense of security? Just in general. Like, whether you think it's okay to give something a name or just as we're talking about it, I think it gives it a false sense of security. Because I feel like when you name it at that point, unless you call something like the,
0: I don't know, the dark red demon.
1: Like, if you call it Fred, it's going to make it seem friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to make light of the situation. And this thing wasn't. Like, dragging Diane up the stairs by her throat.
0: Fred, come now! Yeah, like
1: not <laughs> not messing around. Gotcha. Like this thing, it, it it dragged her up the stairs by her throat. It uh, left cuts behind on her neck, where like almost in like like what a hand would have looked like if you'd done it with fingernails. Um, and also thrown her out of the bed like this, that
0: bad. This is some of the first things that start happening. Nope. then two years later. The, these things happen a
1: little later on, mm-hmm. but they do happen. So that's why you just let me know. I want this to be Fred clear. Guy. Like that's why I'm not calling him Fred. Because
0: you don't call him that because that leaves me open to cuss him out. So
1: unless you're calling Fred a son of a bitch, right? That's that's all. All Fred needs to be referred for refer him as, as such. <laughs> so that's why I'm like using the word entity. What and things like that the rest of the time.
0: You do it. Don't call that bitch. It is. <laughs>
1: And I just want to say, like, God help whatever throws me out of the bed. Because, like, if you mess with me in my sleep, like, I'm ready for murder. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know who you are, and it's going down.
0: I don't think a lot of people wake up well. Well, I, At
1: least I... Uh, I don't wake up well if I'm being surprised. Like, something must be a dire emergency, and I need to kill something. Instantly. Like, that's the... Like, I get instinctual mm-hmm. is probably the best way I can put that's that. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Like, I get, like fight or flight mode mm-hmm. when I get woken up randomly. Probably shouldn't keep a baseball bat by my bed, but I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, revert to your uh, primal instincts. kind I of thing. Self-protection.
1: But it doesn't start off so viciously. And we'll talk about a little bit more of the amusing events.
0: We gotta work our way there, man.
1: And they are funny. And it's part of the reason I picked this one too because he does do a lot of funny things. It does a lot of funny things. And I can't deny that. And we'll still laugh at it. But I just don't want people to think... It's okay to let the... I don't know if you even can let this stuff go on. We, there's a lot of things we don't know. That's why we do this. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like you should try to do something. You know what I mean? And even if it's silly things, it's things that shouldn't be going on, period. Because you don't know what it's going to lead to. He starts getting... It starts getting creative. As the family would wake up, they go to get ready for the day. Uh, they noticed all the doors uh, had jam and toilet paper on all the door handles and the whole house it's like just pranking them hard It's what? like yeah <laughs> okay imagine how pissed you'd be though if you wake up jam especially if you're be. not paying attention you're just like stumbling to the bathroom and you just go to grab the handle it's like are you,
0: are you kidding me well that depends on the flavor
1: and i'm gonna be pissed
0: do you ever like jam well, i don't want to wash jam you're i hate sticky, sticky though
1: mm-hmm. like i'm not a, no like <laughs> i get furious if my hands are sticky I'm washing I'm, I'm like If I'm eating ribs And I love ribs so much I'm washing my hands Like three times During that meal mm-hmm. But I still love ribs But yeah So this guy's a d- <laughs> And he covers The the doorknobs <laughs> With jam and toilet paper this For them entity to wake up to an And he puts Marmalade and mustard On the steps Like smears the steps With mustard and marmalade You know Just so you can trip and die
0: <laughs> Okay did he But did he use the stuff That was in the fridge Or did he go and get Some of his own
1: You know I don't know <laughs> But I've got a story later.
0: That's like that's 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 compiling bullshit. That's (laughs) that's not just him messing with you. That's him using your stuff and wasting your money.
1: I've got another little prank later on that makes me think he used their
0: own stuff. Mm -hmm.
1: But I don't know to be to be certain.
0: They just stop eating jam and (laughs) they stop having condiments in their house because of this thing.
1: Really wish I could have some hot sauce, (laughs) but
0: in front over there. You.
1: Oh. Hey guys, jumping back in is Ryan. Uh, I totally said I was going to tell this story later and completely forgot. So I'm just going to put that in, post it right now. So there was a, a another episode with, with with this poltergeist where, and Jean, the mother, had just had it with this thing. It's causing a mess of her house. There's jam and marmalade everywhere, and she's pissed. So she's sitting in the living room, and then all of a sudden, an egg floats from the kitchen. To the living room in front of her and then just drops and splatters on the floor. And she's like, oh no, not my eggs. So she goes over, gathers all her eggs, puts them underneath a crate and sits on top of the crate. So this thing can't mess with her eggs. And then one by one, these eggs just start appearing in front of her. Just out of nowhere and breaking one by one. And she looks underneath and all the eggs that were in the crate, gone Broken. So this thing was teleporting eggs and breaking her eggs out of spite. Cold blood. All right, back to it.
0: (laughs) moving on. So, oh, he
1: also takes crackers and sticks them to the wall in patterns with peanut butter, Um, and, and he gets creative with it. It gets creative. I gotta fix that. I don't care at this point. Uh. it, they're in like paisley patterns and Tell upside. Tell me, I made a penis. No, no, no. It, paisley. It yeah. It did paisley patterns and then
0: upside down crosses. So like artistic. Oh my god. And then demonic. I was gonna say being English poltergeist, but you know, then <laughs> and it's just a poltergeist.
1: Yeah. And once once you cross into the upside down cross territory, you know, we're talking about something a little different.
0: Yeah. And then with crackers too. That sounded like that sounds kid like. I would think like that sounds very mature. You would think that that maybe in an adult line line of reasoning, depending on how if this, whatever it is, thinks rationally. I, I That's not that wouldn't be the go to. No. But yeah, no, I'm don't. sure it gets worse. <laughs> I don't know.
1: The family also start. They they continue hearing the crashing sounds that Grandma and Philip had heard before. Mm-hmm. um Objects would just fly across the house. Uh, the things would be destroyed. Um objects would disappear from one room and then reappear in another. Uh pictures were slashed and then green foam would form from the faucets. And sometimes and then the puddles would still like puddles randomly.
0: Yeah. And they haven't moved?
1: And they haven't moved.
0: How long has this been now?
1: It's at least two years, but it continued hap it only started two years later, so I'm assuming at this point by three.
0: Green foam. Like I mean, the first time I go through my house and I see pictures of me and a loved one with like slashed eyes or
1: something like that. Well, and that was a little weird too because they, they, all this stuff was happening. And when it was happening, they would, they, they called a few people over and they called one person over that had experience with, with quote unquote poltergeist stuff. Okay. um And at that point, they hadn't had any slashed pictures.
0: I feel like that's a rarity. Get two people in the same circles that know right. that have the, this... okay
1: but this guy's talking to him and is like yeah there's some weird stuff going on they might have a poltergeist and like these things kind of happen during poltergeist stuff and he's listing these things off Um, at this point none of their pictures have been cut yet but he's like yeah and some pictures might turn up slashed and then as soon as the dude leaves like within a few days like that's when they start seeing pictures that are slashed like wedding pictures and and things specifically pictures with uh, Joe and Gene
0: yeah, I'd be gone. Not playing that
1: game, man. Uh-uh. Like that's that's trying to tell you something at that point. And uh, I'm good. I'm oh, no good. worries.
0: It's just it's just poltergeist season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But these these puddles, man, these puddles keep coming. They don't stop.
0: And they only get so high, I'm assuming. They don't
1: and they don't like flood the house, but they continue showing up. And what was I mean one thing that I think is kind of cool about this, another that's even more alarming is this stuff doesn't chill. When people are over, not just people, they would have like officials for the city over to their house, and they would see it, so like not just local loons like mm. people were seeing this happening, and that's that's part of the reason this is so well known in the u k and so respected because there's multiple people, not just the Pritchards that can attest to what
0: happened unless they said it the best prank house ever.
1: Well, and things like that have been been proposed, but like in, so in England because the the land is so old, mm-hmm. um these houses they continue to settle. Um much like 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 in the Bay Area, how mm-hmm. how the land is you know you're you're around water, so it's not the most dirty ground and yeah. sometimes foundations will settle and sink and things Shift. like that. Yeah. Exactly. This is the same thing happens in England. And um that people had proposed that that might have been what was going on, but it wasn't like I put a picture on the mantle and it falls off the mantle. No, this thing's flying across the room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So all this is happening. And this uh, it continued to go on for several years, but it was nothing too malicious, at least in the family's eyes. So they let it go because nobody was getting hurt. Although I'd be pretty pissed if you were cutting my pictures up, especially in '66. It's not like you got digital copies of these.
0: And well, and yeah, and like, what are you brushing your teeth with if you're if green foam is coming out your faucets? What are you What are you washing your dishes with? <laughs> like, there are so many signs. You should have been out of there so long. Were paper plates invented in sixty in the '60s?
1: I hope so, for their sake.
0: For their sake, I, yeah. I doubt it. So I don't think so yet.
1: So all this crap's going on. Things are crazy. At this point, Joe's sister Maud, first off let's talk about the name Maud.
0: Mm-hmm. Could you
1: imagine a six year old named Maud?
0: Wait, is that that's the six year old?
1: No, she's not six. It's oh. because Joe's the father.
0: Oh. You're saying I mean just like anybody growing up yeah. as a Maud? <laughs> that's terrible. So Or like a Eustace. <laughs> Muriel. Oh, courage. The of the dog. Yes.
1: Never ending references. Love it. <laughs> Sorry, it
0: made me think of that. No,
1: you're good. So Maud comes over, and Maud. So Marie was very logical as well. But she saw firsthand what was going down, and she came over to what was happening. Maud is even more so not just trying to make logic sense of things, but she's just like, this can't be happening. Like, this is ridiculous. My brother is pulling something, and I'm going to come over here and expose him for what he is.
0: So, so she's a, like total unbeliever doesn't think any of it's not like about paranormal it. or... not about
1: it and she's a big bible okay. thumper oh, okay. um, and I can say that as a Christian <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. but like they're, 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 there's Christians and then there's people that don't read the bible that are Christians and then there's bible thumpers she is a bible thumper
0: yeah it's a classification
1: so she comes over to check things out and as soon as she arrives all the lights go out in the house and then the refrigerator door opens a jug of milk floats out from the fridge comes over across the room goes above Maud, and then in true pouring out for your homie style pours the whole jug over Maud's head and just drenches her in milk
0: cold bloody <laughs> cold bloody does she okay so does she continue her tour so or does she get the hell out of the house because it's haunted like everybody else should <laughs>
1: So she's convinced it's a trick, especially since the lights were out. She was like, Oh, like one of the kids did it. And Joe's like, No, they're right here next to me, and I'm not even, I haven't moved. <laughs> and Yeah, we made our kids at a green screen. Oh, right, in in the 60s. So <laughs> she's, but she's convinced it's a trick, but she's still going to hang around for the night because she's going to prove how all these things are tricks. Of course. Um, so she decided to sleep with Diane and Jean um, to calm Diane's nerves because Diane's tripping because in the midst of all this the, the negative things that I talked about earlier have kind of blended in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been, you know, as far as like, like I said, at one point, the, the entity had grabbed her by the neck and pulled her up the stairs. Um, and during this as she the, the family went after her and Philip was like, maybe if I reach for her, the thing, will let her go or something like that. And as soon as he thinks that, like it stops, um, and, and, and the other negative things, throwing her out of her bed, um, and different things like that. They're sleeping with her at this point because whenever this stuff kicks up, uh, Diane kind of gets freaked out because she's been traumatized at this point. Mm-hmm. So they're sleeping with her. So food from the refrigerator just was strewn, strewn all over the house. Um, all the lights were flickering on and off. Um, and then by that point, Maud started climbing into her bed to chill out um, and her reading lamp detached itself from the wall and sailed out of the bedroom Four tiny light bulbs Which were part of the gas fire In the living room Materialized in Diane's bedroom It's like all this is happening Which is thoroughly freaking Diane out Even beyond everything that's already happened As they're chilling there in bed The door opens To Diane's bedroom And then two hands come up You get one at the very top of the door And then one like almost at the bottom of the door On the side at like a, I think it would have been like a six foot um, difference in mm-hmm. height maybe more and these were very furry hands like almost monstrous huge looking hands but actually they were Maud's gloves because she had brought some furry gloves with her because you know how fancy ladies like to wear the, the, the gloves she just happened to have a furry pair that she had brought with her and she had taken off before bed okay but that's what that's why they looked huge because they were furry mm. So these gr- these these gloves are, are grabbing the door in in what would have been at least the wingspan of a very large person. Once they realized that these gloves were, were Maud's gloves, she had yelled out, Get away, you're evil But in reply, one of the gloves beckoned the women to come nearer, like, you know, doing the little like finger closer no gesture. Way. Uh, but they were obviously too scared to move. Then Maud started to sing a hymn to scare the ghost away, trying to use you know the oh, like power of Christ compels yeah. you tactic. Okay. Which I don't blame her. I'd do the same. Like, I might not sing a hymn, but I'd be doing something like that. So as she's singing this hymn, the glove starts mocking her, and these gloves start conducting the song that she's singing. Wow. And it's just like, could you be any more of a? D- Besides
0: so, the violent stuff, I kind of like this red guy. <laughs>
1: That's, that's you know, that's why it's it's a one I wanted to choose. But at the same time, I wanted to be very clear of, yes, he does some funny, it does some funny things, but it also does some terrible things. And that, that's why these aren't things to mess with. Yeah. Because you, you don't know how. It can lure you in with a false sense of confidence by doing these silly things that mm-hmm. might not hurt anybody. And then once you're comfortable with it, drag you up the stairs by your neck.
0: Yeah. So I'll get
1: you. So um, the the gloves calm down. Eventually, they find them in a drawer, and Maude's not having any bit of it. And she takes some tongs, takes them outside, and burns them outside. Burns them? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm not wearing those again. I'm That's good. Awesome. I'm not good. messing with them. Which uh-huh. I, I wouldn't. Like, no. Then you get possessed. I don't. Maybe not, but I'm not taking that chance. So they had two exorcisms performed on the home eventually, but when they had these exorcisms performed. Um, it just seemed to provoke the the thing more. So uh, a friend of the family made their attempt. Uh, they came to the home. They spread holy water around the house to cleanse it. It was, like I said, a friend of the family wasn't necessarily like a priest or anything like that, which, I mean, that that goes into the whole Catholic realm. And there's, there's several. Each faith, I believe, has their version of of, of an exorcism. Um, maybe not every faith, but multiple faiths. It's not just the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. But this friend comes over tries to help him out sprinkling holy water all over the place but after after these exorcisms everything stayed the same like these events kept happening um, things started to elevate um, at one point a cross flew across the living room and stuck to Diane's back like a magnet had pulled it across they they, they had said it was that strong. Um, it didn't stick in her back like it got like it stabbed her but like literally like flat up against her back hmm so And at this point, it feels like a mocking thing because, like, hey, you try to use religion to exercise me. Let me show you what your religion can do yeah. for you. So this cross flies across the room, slaps her on her back, stays there. And the family's trying to get it off, and it took forever for them to try to get it off. They're pulling and pulling and pulling, and this thing just won't, won't let go. And th- eventually, Diane calms down a little bit, and it seems like when she calms down, they can pull it off of her. Another thing had happened when... um the a dresser had fell on her. And it was kind of the same situation. The dresser had fallen on her. She's pinned on the ground. this and It's a dresser. It's heavy, but they should mm-hmm. still be able to lift it off of her, but they seem to can't. And then they kind of get her to calm down a little bit, and they are able to lift it off. Huh. So these things just... they just keeps pestering Diane. Not pestering, torturing Diane. So then after that, um, all the crosses in the home get broken and destroyed by whatever this thing is and then upside down crosses are painted throughout the house um, on all the doors and i believe in the living room as well Um, it was done in gold paint which the family had this exact gold paint like they matched the gold paint to i think it was a spray can um, that they had gotten for for phil to paint his bike with Mm -hmm. so it's another one of those things where it's kind of leading to like maybe it was hoaxed but Jean had said that they were professionally done. It wasn't like someone just tagged the wall real quick with some spray paint. It had perfect edges like it was done with a stencil or like if a sign painter had done it, like it was, it was immaculately perfect. Mm-hmm. And she even thought like maybe, maybe Phil's been screwing with this for some of these things. And so she tried it herself and put the paint on the wall. And when she did, the paint wouldn't stick. The, the coatings wouldn't match because, you know, like like a glossy door or something like that. It won't stay it mm. kind of bubbles and dribbles down yeah that's what had happened when she had tried it and this had happened overnight so it wasn't like someone had broken in and done this
0: strange yeah yeah man and there's still I mean oh God, I just hope they get out <laughs> what's it gonna take for them to, what's it gonna take for them to leave <laughs> I mean at least at this point they're trying
1: they, they've had somebody come through doing exorcism trying to fight it yeah um yeah, Maud try to fight it off with a hymn
0: <laughs> i'm like why why try that hard to keep a, to keep a house
1: well, it's one of those things like like with me the experiences i've had I've had them at multiple homes yeah um and we've we've talked about mine if you guys are curious about that check out the backlog not a lot of stuff, but a few things have happened to me um and it's happened in multiple places so it's it's like one of those things of no one knows what this stuff is no one knows if it is a ghost if it is a demon if it's some kind of whatever spiritual thing Mm -hmm. um and no one knows what it's attached to because in some of these stories it seems to be attached to a house sometimes an item sometimes a person um i don't i I don't know but you might take that chance of moving to a new home and then you have the same stuff going out at that home so it's like let me try to fight this and see if i can't squash it right now
0: suck I mean what would you do if you ended up like like something like that following you try to move from place to place and something like that is messing with you everywhere you go mm-hmm. oh my god
1: it's, it's definitely intense it's definitely intense
0: okay so gold crosses so, upside okay. down upside down crosses upside down crosses
1: so it wasn't until like super deep in the haunting very deep, did they ever start seeing a physical form popping up? Which the last poltergeist that we had talked about is kind of the same thing. They never, if you, I don't know if you remember that one,
0: it's been a while, but yeah, vaguely,
1: but it wasn't until the very end they started seeing some kind of form mm-hmm. pop up, and that's why this thing has the name the Black Monk of Pontefract. And um, actually, the first time it's seen is not at um, the, the Pritchard's home, it's at the, the mountain's home. So Mrs. Mountain is in her kitchen doing some dishes, you know, whatever. And then she kind of feels something come up behind her. Like, you know, and you can feel somebody walking up behind mm-hmm. you, even if you got some headphones in and you can't hear. So she turns around thinking it was someone in the family. And there's this big black apparition there, much taller than she is. Um, and it seems to have some kind of hood that's covering its face not a mask but just like a super big hood that's covering its face and that's why they call it the black monk because it's almost like a monk's robe uh, and then the thing just disappears she she was speechless and couldn't move out of fear and then the thing disappears
0: so it's not isolated to there's very few events that
1: happen at the mountain's home there are a couple things that do happen um i mean they experience the residual stuff from the house over so like the shaking that happens in the kitchen obviously it shakes their kitchen too Mm -hmm. um but very few few things but this is the biggest thing that happens over there and i think it's the only time they see it okay Okay. so past that um the parents gene and joe were the first to see it in the house their house they're in bed uh and then that's when they see it over top of their bed. And it's just described as over their bed. So I'm not sure if it was like standing on the side looking over them or if it was literally over like, the bed. Float,
0: like floating
1: you. Yeah. They only saw it for a moment before it dissipated. Um, guests have seen it now and then. Um, and there's actually a picture on the website that I mentioned earlier, the 30 East drive. Um, and that photo was sent in for, for analysis by people that know way more about photography than i do to make sure it's not like photoshop or anything like that and be like what could this be is this a thumb on the lens like what what is it and um they've concluded that there's no tampering with the photo and i'll show it to you actually i'll show it to you now yeah um there's no tampering with the photo it is very much like a black cloud there's not much to it that's um defined but it's very large and a, roughly human shaped Um, but it's been determined there's like no photoshop with it no tampering with the photograph it's the original photograph and that is what was seen and there's nothing nothing like Mm. that so this is the picture
0: Hmm. why
1: don't you tell the people
0: you can I mean can you see through it all the way I'm like See at the stairwell. I mean, you can kind, of, you can well, you can see through the top of it. There's a point in it where it's too dense. It seems. That's crazy, though. I mean, vaguely human-shaped. At the same time, I pulled up images of the black monk of Pontefract on Google search, and I got some weird-looking stuff on there too. But yeah, I could see. I mean, it's vaguely human shaped. I mean, it looks like where it's about supposed to be on the stairs. Yeah, it's it's really roughly human shaped. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, like I said, the biggest thing is some experts have looked at it and they're like, yeah, there's no tampering with this photo. It it's it's there. But the night that Gene and uh, Gene and Joe saw this appear in their room was the first time they had seen the apparition come up, mm-hmm. and um, then it had dissipated, and then. Shortly after that, things just calmed down. Like, there was no resolution. There wasn't, like, a final exorcism that calmed everything down. He just showed up and was like, yo. And then things chilled out after that.
0: So. Okay, so he's haunting them again. So, wait, is he, he continues to haunt them, yeah? Or is. So
1: he he will there'll be things seen um sometimes there there's reported that the rooms will be trashed and they have to clean it up um so there'll be some residual stuff that goes on but for the most part it's it got much calmer after that the house stayed in the family they did move out eventually um i'm not sure how long after that uh but the home did stay in the family for a while
0: can you imagine getting that as a hand-me-down house a hand-me-down house like Oh wait, the one with the uh, with Fred, the black monk of Pontecraft. No, I think I'm good. I think I'm I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. I'll head it up the street.
1: <laughs> so one of the one of the reasons that people really cling to the theory that they think this thing is a monk, because like I said, the descriptions are super vague. It's basically just a black human shape. Um, is it's said that the uh, the what do you call it? The gallows of the town were nearby that home at one point, mm-hmm. if not on the actual grounds. And many people were hung there. And during the 16th century, a monk was hung for the rape and murder of a girl uh, during the reign of Henry VIII. So, this investigation into history was done by Tom Kuniff. Um, and he was he figured this out. And that's why people think that that's, that monk is the one that was seen there. Um, I don't really think so myself. Yeah, I, I don't really think so. I think that. I mean,
0: that's kind of grasping at straws. I feel like
1: right. And England has much more history than we do here. And even in America, like you could probably go through the history books and try to find something that fits
0: mm-hmm.
1: an idea, something applicable. And it, I don't know. It feels like a bit of a reach for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, I was gonna say, like, if that's if that's like as close as they have to like a really good description. Descriptive picture Like I don't even know Where they get monk From that specifically Yeah
1: Well the monk part Was mostly from From when Mrs. Mountain had seen it mm-hmm. And then also With this this Look into history But you know, I'm not buying it I mean the only thing That does go with it Is the The Whatever's controlling The hands New Hymns So maybe um, But Yeah Still I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really feeling it. Some people think that this has been two different entities because you have this playful aspect and then you have this really dark aspect. Mm -hmm. Um. So some people have said like, "Hey, why couldn't this have been multiple spirits, ghosts,
0: or a ghost with split personality disorder,
1: or just yeah?"
0: That that wouldn't follow you to the grave. You don't think? (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine like that. Just would (laughs) you live that way? I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy though.
1: Yeah, but the family, the the house stayed in the family for a while. Um it was passed down through them. Um and then there was a a a movie that had been made called When the Lights Go Out by Pat Holden.
0: Semi-colon The Black Monk of Ponticraft. <laughs> right. A.K.A. Fred.
1: And um uh, but Holden actually wasn't just like this random director. Uh Holden Holden's aunt had uh, witnessed many of these firsthand. I think he was—he was either the nephew or the great nephew of Gene. Uh, hey, well, he probably is too young to be the great. So probably, I think he was the nephew of uh, Philip. Sorry, I think he was the nephew of Philip. Okay. But either way, Mister Holden has—he's he, in the family, mm-hmm. and uh, he stayed several nights at the home. Um, to see what was going, you know, going on, see if he can find out any events for himself uh, during the making of this movie. Uh, so, yeah, there's there was a film made on it by a family member. It wasn't just studio production. Hmm. So the current next-door neighbor, Carol Fieldhouse, said things started to take a sinister turn shortly after the film was released, so things were chill dude makes film and then that's when things start popping up again which like that photo that photo was taken well after the film that was made in 2012
0: oh the film was made the movie was made in 2012 yeah it was pretty recent in 2012 i'm gonna have to try to find that i don't know if it's like a short film or full-on production or i mean is it more doc i don't wonder if it's more documentary no
1: it said it was a horror film so i (sighs) of course yeah (laughs) okay but since the guy was in the family, you know, he at least got to get a little bit more first-hand accounts oh, than the other people.
0: I want to see how they personify him in the movie. If they're gonna make him a monk, are they gonna give him like? Are they gonna go kill Bill with it? Are they gonna give him the big Manchu? <laughs> 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 what are they gonna do? They snap at you with chopsticks? Oh. Pluck that eye out.
1: Pluck your neck up the throat, or pluck close. pluck your neck up the
0: staircase. Very insensitive. There, are way So many different kinds of folks. So, okay, so stayed in the family. It is no longer. For Phil, some reason.
1: Phil sold uh, the home to Bill Bungie. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Bill still has the home or if he's since sold it. Um, but uh, it is no longer
0: in the family. Okay. But. And now it's being more like shown off as an attraction. Right,
1: of. right. Yeah, yeah, kind of a attraction, but more like a you know your typical local landmark type stuff like how we would have um I'd say as far as popularity goes it's probably on poor on on poor it ain't poor tell that it's um on par with the Winchester house that's not too far from us
0: is it on TripAdvisor? <laughs> that's what I want I,
1: I wouldn't Airbnb it how, I'll tell you that how many stars <laughs> um but that's that's the black monk upon the punt the so still haunted, still supposedly haunted. Well, it's considered more of a poltergeist, um, more of a poltergeist. But I don't know. That line is real blurred. And
0: wouldn't it be? I mean, isn't that? Isn't that kind of? Well, we finally got an apparition
1: toward the end. Yeah. But for the most, when you have a lot of things happening without a physical thing being seen, like the shaking the puddles the foam pretty much it's when things happen that aren't like you couldn't just do with your hands so like the green foam for example how that was just going down um
0: i would say that's a haunting
1: it's real blurred i've not honestly heard a good split between haunting and and poltergeist right um
0: i mean because a haunting doesn't necessarily have to be a ghost a poltergeist isn't necessarily a ghost they're it could be you know, whatever kind of composition of energy or whatever the heck you want to. I don't call know it. what's
1: going on. I'm just saying there's demons in that house. Yeah, that's what I'm chalking it up as. You know, that's there's some stuff there that ain't right.
0: Blanket term generalization, right there.
1: Yeah. Now with the exorcisms that was going on, uh, like I said, they did have two. I didn't mention the other one. They did end up having a uh, a, a priest do an exorcism. Which I don't know if we've talked about on the show too much, but exorcisms, they don't just happen willy-nilly. It's not like you just call up the local cathedral and you're like, hey, yo, Padre, I need... We got another one for you. Yeah, and then they don't just do that. They actually have to get approval, I believe, from the bishop. It's not like these things just happen. Um, they actually have pre- were denied multiple times before they, I think the priest finally came out and did an exorcism on the home. Wow. And it still didn't work.
0: I've, I've pretty i've said i wouldn't do an exorcism right i think i don't play with those demon kind of things
1: what do you, what do you mean you wouldn't
0: do one as far as an episode no i'm like will definitely oh, I, oh, oh. <laughs> I am not in any place to perform an exorcism <laughs> um, i was like you wouldn't
1: have one done if
0: you needed it no uh,
1: no no you mean you wouldn't do an exorcist case yeah podcast where like, where like a person needed to be exercised
0: yeah gotcha i mean just because i feel i mean i won't, I won't watch the movies because again that's just not something i really want to get into that maybe i'll dip into aspect it. of it
1: i mean it's it's I, i'm not sure like i want to educate myself a little more before i dip my toes into that water too mm-hmm. um because i'm not catholic i'm christian i'm not catholic not everyone knows there's a difference between that but there is um I won't go into the details of that here because this isn't that kind of podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Respect Catholics, absolutely do. Um, But it's just not my choice. Uh, But with that being said, I want to make sure if before I speak on it, I know what I'm saying, so I'm not not offensive because I don't want to be offensive to anybody's faith because I respect anybody for whatever faith they choose to pick. Yeah. Uh, But that is a, exorcisms is something that does happen. Uh, with with the Catholic faith, and I want to make sure I know my P's and Q's before I talk on it. Exorcisms are new go, and they definitely didn't work for the, for the Pritchards and no. Pontefract. A lot of P's in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Pontefract. But but what do you
1: give me? Give me your overall how you feel about the whole thing.
0: Um, I mean. I wanna go, I wanna go check, I wanna go, I say that every time, I always say that I wanna go like and look at it and experience it firsthand, but and I'm not going to England anytime soon. Maybe Italy. Well, definitely Italy, but not England. Um, but it's hard to like, you know, say 100% until you've, again, until you've seen it yourself. But knowing poltergeist stories and how they usually go and how this one went uh fred seems like he's it is real and not nice so you, not good so you
1: think that it that it went down at least to some extent
0: i mean for a whole family to experience it like that and people outside of the family to experience it like that and even people from like not even you know not even the same locale, like people coming in from the outside and experiencing the same kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, just touring it. Like, that's pretty creepy. Yeah.
1: I think it went down.
0: Um, some. Uh, I, I mean, I believe this one. Yeah.
1: And it's one of those things where, like, there were so many things happening. And I understand a lot of the questions people have about was this a prank? Was that a prank? But it all couldn't have been done at the same time. And for years <laughs> and I, it's one of those things where I, I almost wonder if, did some of it happen and then did some of it not happen and was either made up or, or hoaxed but some of it really was happening and you had a little bit of blend of the two but
0: I mean who could say for sure
1: yeah cause there, I mean there's a lot of things that happened that could easily have been hoaxed crackers on the wall um jam on the doors
0: yeah that was all Philip
1: somebody could have came into the house and moved the pot but it i don't know i just i got a tendency to believe this one and because there were so many people that did come into the house like there was uh local officials that came into the house neighbors that came into the house friends of the family that all came in and saw these things happen um at the very least they would see things like stuff fly across the room or the puddles that would occur or the different things there's just so much going on there that all of it couldn't be fake
0: yeah and none no, of it might be fake it might
1: have 100% all of happened but there's just so much chalked into this house mm-hmm. it, it,
0: as an active entity that's for sure yeah yeah. at least you know after a couple of years I guess a couple of years, yeah it I don't know taking
1: a long nap or something I don't yeah. know
0: <laughs> hibernation I, or something
1: but it yeah it went down at that house 100% I think
0: yeah I, I'd have to agree. Squatch, you know... You presented he, quite a case.
1: I know you're recovering from your dart injury, <laughs> but you've been very quiet. Well, what what do you feel about it? I'm getting this type of shot. Yeah, Squatch is, Squatch is on board. He doesn't like shots, though.
0: No, no. he's okay. No, he's not
1: a, <laughs> not a...
0: Not a needle guy? No.
1: So I think that one about wraps it up for us. I mean, I don't think we have too much analysis for this. I tried to cover some things along the way, like mm-hmm. the house is settling and things like that, but and the plumbing was addressed and it's at this point it's you didn't you really want to believe didn't really it or leave or a whole,
0: yeah you didn't leave a whole lot of holes to poke yeah so it went down
1: in england and if you're around you can check it out i'm not gonna say it. i would check i always have a hard time with that i want to go to these places and mm-hmm. see these things and at the same time i don't because i want to bring anything back because like we were talking about earlier there's there's there seems to be so many weird things like stuff could be attached to people or houses or objects and whatever. It, there's a whole lot of unknown rules, it feels like, and I don't want to bring anything back with me. So I go back and forth on whether I want to see these places. You know not the glum on you? Yeah, kind of like the thing of like I'll, I'll stand outside, and if I hear any screaming, then I might run in the house to help you out. But I'll probably just stay outside. <laughs>
0: Well, that was one of my things earlier on. I was like, they, you said that they had a had trouble getting the cross off of the girl. Like, I'm like, what would have happened if you just walked her outside onto the street? You know, could you have gotten the cross and off and just then? fell off? Right. I don't like know. Like as soon as you hit the threshold, it demagnetizes or whatever. I don't, would I don't been, know. would have been a fun experiment. Right. Right. <laughs> but you never know.
1: But yeah, I'm on board with this one. For sure. It was a good one. It was. I think we came back strong for, from our little break. Um, came back with a good one do you know do you know what your next one is going to be
0: yeah i'm thinking it's gonna be real dark
1: oh okay so Maybe it's
0: gonna be pretty it's gonna be darker than this. okay
1: <laughs> yeah, this one had a little goofy thrown in there which that's intentional we're a fun podcast which speaking of trying to be a oh, little yeah, funny, funny at the did. very least or if nothing else lighthearted. i hope you guys enjoyed the new intro that we're, we're premiering this that episode
0: ryan so you know was made so, you know uh it was handcrafted by Ryan cuz obviously I just said that so well
1: 100% a Ryan original um Ryan original so we hope you like it please don't hesitate to give us some feedback on it if you guys aren't feeling it that's fine i'm not going to be offended please i mean please don't tell me it's the, like the worst shit you've ever heard but you know if you're not feeling it that's fine i can workshop it a little bit we're not above that yeah so we're just trying something new just reach out to us and let us know how you feel about the new intro creepy campfire podcast at com. New year, new us. Well, let we try to keep it the same. People like us so far. Let's not change that part.
0: Well, you know, not, <laughs> not at its core, but mm, keep
1: it fresh. Yeah, yeah keep, it, that's, that, keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Creepy Campfire Podcast.
0: Spice it up. <laughs> Creepy Campfire Podcast. So, Gmail.com. If
1: you guys, or if you want to reach out to us, even not about the new intro, feel free. If you've got your own stories, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you saw an alien last week. I don't care if there was a ghost in your room or if you think Bigfoot went across your backyard. We want to hear about that, yeah, we would love to speak about that on the show. If you're okay, we'd read it out. Um, even if you want to record something and send it into us, we'd be happy to play it. Uh, but at the very least, even if you don't want us to read it out, we still want to hear it because that's awesome. So please send those emails in. Let us know what what you guys got going on. Let us know how you feel about the show. And if you guys want to help the show, super easy. you don't even have to spend a dime. All you got to do is share us on your social medias. Let people know. Spread the word. Grow the show. Because the more the word gets spread, the more people that might have actually seen some of this stuff, let us know.
0: Shares and stars, guys. Shares and stars Shares is the biggest stars. thing. I don't know that, what
1: you're listening to us on because we're on so many things. but
0: That is our bread and butter. If, that is our bacon and butter, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that plug in there, I'd didn't you?
1: If if whatever you are listening to us on has some kind of rating system, please give the rating on there. iTunes has been a little quiet lately, so we're we're putting the call out there. Give us give us some some stars and ratings. Whatever. Stitcher's on the up and up though. But I know most places their their algorithms it's uh it's it's based off ratings, not so much downloads. So if you want to grow the show, give it a little rating, give it a little share.
0: Just <laughs> just a little one. Just give a little. <laughs> A little tap tap <laughs> yeah uh, we also
1: have merch if you like the logo you can get that spreadshirt.com just google spreadshirt creepy campfire podcast you should be able to find it um okay. if you have any problems with that email me and i'll i'll send you out the link myself it's no problem
0: beautiful creepy campfire podcast uh camping mug
1: yeah that i was just drinking some some whiskey and tea some out of peach
0: whiskey of. tea deliciousness but yeah. drink of choice well, for the feel show feel free to
1: contact us please share we can't thank you guys enough Uh, This episode's a little long-winded, but we had to come back and give you guys some good content after some short episodes. We're back. Yeah, I'm back. We're back. All right. I think that about does it. The pub's calling last round. So get me, me one more bourbon, please, bartender, hey, and then yeah, we'll, we'll but, sing this out. Everybody in the well,
0: bar. Not the woods yeah, one, two, three. Tell these stories titles. that That's are a right. little paranormal bit ghostly. They, they, may they may be, be, they they may may be creepy, be creepy. They get a little bit hilarious. But until next time, everybody, stay tested.